Chapter Twelve of David Wark Griffith: A Brief Sketch of His Career by Robert Edgar Long. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Mary Schneider. Chapter Twelve: The Griffith Repertory. New York, particularly theatrical New York, is accustomed to sudden announcements as far back as the old repertoire days when the leading man of the company would come out before the curtain and announce tomorrow night east lynn the habitual theatre-goer was fortified against unexpected and extravagant proclamations anent the stage wily press agents have a weakness for innovations departures startling surprises and sensations which accounts for the lethargy of the new york public when suddenly confronted by a newspaper story which in a less susceptible community would justify a call for the police and the fire department such announcements as the arrival at a prominent hotel of some hundred or more gallons of milk to be used for milady's beauty bath or the covering of an entire thoroughfare with six inches of tan bark to deaden the noise of passing trucks and thereby save milady's nerves the sudden disappearance of a hundred and fifty thousand dollars more or less worth of jewelry or the decision on the part of eddie foy to play hamlet such announcements were accepted merely as trifles in the news of a busy day but on friday february seventh nineteen nineteen there appeared in the new york evening mail a brief news item which actually did cause blase new york to sit up straight and look again the announcement read as follows quote, for the first time in the history of motion pictures a repertory season of screen productions will soon occupy the attention of new york's playgoers and motion picture fans david wark griffith is the producer and a broadway theatre will be the home of this newest of ideas in connection with the film industry not only will mr griffith present the birth of a nation intolerance and hearts of the world but revivals of earlier griffith works will be featured as a part of the repertory idea a number of new productions will be shown for the first time in the east including the fall of babylon recently presented in los angeles no date has been definitely set for the opening of the repertory season but it is understood that mr griffith will come to new york and personally direct the enterprise had a bomb been thrown into theatrical circles it could not have caused greater excitement than this simple statement of facts the following sunday found lengthy articles about the griffith repertory in the theatrical sections of all the newspapers the moving picture trade publications also devoted considerable space to the innovation one of these the exhibitors trade review featuring it in a scarehead reading that griffith chap is hot for new stuff the new york times later devoted one quarter of a page to the subject announcing lo the movies have achieved revivals and asking the following question quote, who called the movie the roughneck of the arts let him stand and answer does a roughneck art have revivals does a roughneck art have old masters does a roughneck art have vintage pictures does a roughneck theatre have repertory End quote on saturday march fifteenth the new york review devoted its entire editorial column to the griffith repertory stating under the headline worthy of mr griffith quote, 
significant in that it heralds the dawn of a new era in the motion picture world an evolution is the announcement that david wart griffith will this spring open a repertory season of his productions old and new taking over a prominent new york playhouse for the purpose and presenting a change of bill daily weekly or as the public may determine d w griffith has been conspicuous for many splendid ideas for the advancement and proper dignity of the motion picture but it is doubtful whether he ever advanced a more worthwhile idea than this original one of presenting a repertory of screen plays it is not surprising that mr griffith thus should take the film seriously for he has been quite the most serious producer associated with that great industry equally important and significant is the further announcement that mr griffith recognizing that in the future there must be a closer relation and connection between the movies and the talkies will introduce as part of the repertory idea several one-act plays prologues and pantomimes to be given in conjunction with the screen revivals here was something entirely new and original in the world history of the moving picture never before had any one attempted to conduct a repertory season in which would be revived former screen successes along with new productions nor had any one attempted to bring into closer relationship the stage and the screen thus demonstrating the bond of kinship between the spoken drama and the lights and shadows of the silver screen in thus again becoming a pioneer and hot for new stuff griffith ran a tremendous risk a hazard of peculiar dangers it was all right to stand or fall on a new production but the revivals there had been reissues of certain photoplays but these could not properly be called revivals most of these reissues had been intended merely for second-class trade while others had been pirated editions of a former established success whatever they had been they had not been revivals restored to the screen because of their producers faith in their enduring quality power and artistic worth if ever a man went through the acid test of faith in his own works griffith experienced it in contemplating the restoration of picture plays long since placed on the dusty shelf of time he fully realized the difference between stage and screen revivals he was aware of the impracticability of rewriting his stories replenishing his old scenery and settings with newer and more costly material or rehearsing his players again to allow them to improve a given scene he knew too that he could not recast his plays substituting players better fitted for the parts than those of the original cast might have been he knew that photoplays remained the same whether shown ten years ago or now and what mistakes may have been made in the earlier days would have to pass before the critical eyes of present-day audiences whatever crudities in acting in style of dress in furnishings would have to remain unchanged hence the revival of a photoplay if it is to survive at all must silently testify to the ability of the actors and the director originally identified with it griffith knew all this but back of the knowledge was his belief that the old pictures possessed an enduring quality and the actors an enduring genius that he was right in his faith became evident during the course of his repertory season on tuesday evening may thirteenth nineteen nineteen the griffith repertory opened in george m cohan's theatre broadway and forty-third street 
the initial offering was broken blossoms a poetic tragedy of china and the london slums based on thomas burke's story the chink and the child from that writer's limehouse nights series and presented by the following cast lillian gish richard barthelmas donald crisp arthur howard edward peel george berenger and norman selby kid mccoy new york had seen many first nights but never in the history of the theatre had a more distinguished audience assembled than that which poured into george m cohen's theatre to pay tribute to david wart griffith among those present at the premiere were sir thomas lipton and party william gibbs mcadoo and mrs mcadoo mr robert l moran mr frank dowling judge and mrs joseph e corrigan senator and mrs martin Sachs, mr and mrs henry phipps dr stuart g gibbony general and mrs george r smith mr and mrs william p hamilton mr and mrs kenyon b conger mr charles dana gibson mr and mrs joseph hamblin sears mr and mrs douglas l elman and mr and mrs nathan stratus colonel and mrs richard harrison rhodes emma kip edwards mr and mrs littleton fox mr and mrs james h collins judge martin t manton mr and mrs james preston judge and mrs ernest heppenheimer mr and mrs c a mckenzie james a tower mr and mrs guillermo a prawl dr christian f reisner the rev c c marshall mr h e law mr and mrs don barber rabbi joseph silverman mr robert e livingston major and mrs robert hughes mr and mrs alexander trowbridge mr harry g musgrave mrs george b post mr francis w crownshield and mr and mrs ben ollie hagen mr richard barthelmas and miss lillian gish the chink and the child of the story also were present in the audience as were many prominent players and directors the introduction of the griffith repertory and the premiere of broken blossoms will go down in history as having established two distinct departures in the world of the stage and the cinema the joint success was little short of a sensation and the comments of the night of may thirteenth and those which followed already have taken their place among the finest expressions of praise ever accorded any man in any profession perhaps the most significant compliment paid to griffith was the presence in the theatre of all the dramatic as well as the motion-picture critics of the newspapers and magazines as well as many students of art and music that these writers and art critics were tremendously impressed both by the repertory idea and the magnificent production is made evident by the following composite review it is not too much to say broken blossoms is the most artistic photoplay yet produced from the evening sun it is as if dickens had spoken by means of the camera moreover there is a glamour here as if pierre loti or victor hugo had joined forces with mr griffith is it any wonder that broken blossoms is a masterpiece of the film evening telegram it is a thing of rare and haunting charm evening post mr griffith should think of a new name for his work along with a new synonym for the word photoplay because his productions are so different from those of other directors that they require a separate classification the herald such art so real one can think only of the classics and of the masterly paintings remembered through the ages so exquisite so fragile so beautifully and fragrantly poetic is broken blossoms morning telegraph it is the most beautiful motion picture we ever have seen or ever expect to see 
when it was over we wanted to rush up to every one we met and cry oh don't miss it don't miss it if we were a director we should give up all idea of ever trying to be original and spend the rest of our time trying to make something as nearly as possible like this wonderful fragile thing that mr griffith has done for the last two years we have seen at least one picture a day yet with broken blossoms we sat on the edge of our seat one hand grasping the arm the other crushing a wet handkerchief and trembled and grew hysterical over what we saw before us the tribune he has far exceeded the power of the written word it would be impossible for the greatest master of language to picture the emotions as griffith has perpetuated them the new york call not a movie melodrama with an unhappy ending but a sincere human tragedy that is what mr griffith has had the capacity and the courage to produce all his mastery of picture-making the technique that is preeminently his by invention and control the skill and subtlety with which he can unfold a story has gone into the making of broken blossoms it is a masterpiece in moving pictures the times the drama moves with the cumulative sense of the inevitable handed down from euripides told with the emotional flourish and real artistry of this producer it is a notable achievement in motion pictures the sun mr griffith has given the incidents of mr burke's story more reality more adequate expression than could have been found in any form of stage presentation his story moves forward with the force and suspense of a greek tragedy broken blossoms is the art of the photoplay revealed at the hand of the master of that art it is mr griffith's greatest triumph the evening mail it is a gem and mr griffith requires new laurels as a producer virtuoso this photoplay marks a new epoch in moving pictures and no one who is interested in the higher art of the screen should fail to see broken blossoms the evening sun mr griffith has added strangely appealing touches that make the child akin to little nell it is the simple pathetic incidents of the story incidents like that never-to-be-forgotten smile of the girl that makes broken blossoms a great picture the new photographic inventions the lighting effects of this exquisite vignette at london's chinatown open a new horizon for motion pictures and establish mr griffith as the master etcher of the screen evening sun especially beautiful are its sepia scenes against blue backgrounds the world it should be with us a long time to teach other screen impresarios how photoplay can be made an art new york call no word of ours can do justice to the photographic effects which are like beautiful paintings put on with an impressionistic touch morning telegraph many of the pictures surpass anything hitherto seen on the screen in beauty and dramatic force the times the photoplay is a delight american the screen was always bathed with a curious vibrant mauve while the inner core of the picture itself shimmered with a salmon pink sun such photography we did not dream existed it was soft and hazy and blue and roseate but what is the use words can't tell anything about the picture tribune the new york newspaper reviews were followed by an influx of letters from prominent men and women in every walk of life foremost among which was the one from charles hanson town editor of mcclure's magazine mr town's comments in part follow Quote, dear mr griffith i never have cared for motion pictures 
so many of them are cheap and tawdry and the stories seem to have so little relation to life as it is but the other day i went to see broken blossoms at the george m cohen theater and i stand converted if stories can be told in this wonderful way upon the screen then a new art has indeed arrived an art as important as that of poetry or music i could find no single flaw in the presentation as for what you have done to make this picture the living thing that it is i have no words to express my admiration it is the greatest step forward that we have known you have immortalized yourself i feel that a new era has dawned signed charles hanson town later the literary digest june fourteenth nineteen nineteen said editorially quote, in one day the screen jumped five years such a paragon is not the mere jargon it sounds but the tribute of the most appreciative of the reviewers although it had been griffith's plan to change the productions weekly during the repertory the demand for seats to see broken blossoms was so great as to persuade him to keep it on for at least a second week each thursday afternoon for the next ten weeks it would be decided to withdraw broken blossoms and substitute another production on the following monday but each time the public demand prevailed and it was not until the afternoon of thursday the seventeenth that griffith was permitted to announce a successor to the initial program the second offering in the repertory was the fall of babylon an expansion and amplification of the babylonian story originally presented as a part of intolerance this production continued for a period covering forty-two performances although it might have remained a greater length of time had not the preparations for the repertory and the fact that the new winter theatrical season came on apace prevented an extension the final two offerings of the season included a revival of hearts of the world august eleven to sixteen inclusive and the mother and the law august seventeen to twenty two inclusive the latter based on the modern story from intolerance the griffith repertory established two definite departures it proved through the introduction of various stage features that the spoken drama could be intelligently and successfully linked up with the motion picture as a joint entertainment and that the public was ready to receive tragedy in motion pictures those two facts stood out dominantly as perhaps the most significant features of the entire new york season particularly did broken blossoms prove beyond doubt that the days of the pink sponge cake variety of cinema entertainment soon was to become a thing of the past the public had received this powerful tragedy with all the warmth of enthusiasm possible to express and again hailed griffith as the pioneer in his chosen calling a pioneer who had the courage to stand back of a story that was as exemplary of tragedy as were any of the works of the greeks of shakespeare of edgar allan poe or of dickens griffith's achievement was perhaps best defined by amy leslie one of america's foremost dramatic critics who wrote quote, griffith is the most imaginative and sane american who ever revolutionized the theatre when it needed an emancipator repertory seasons somewhat similar to that inaugurated in new york were introduced in philadelphia boston and chicago and met with the same cordial support as the original one broken blossoms became the sensation of the motion picture world and established records for attendance in cleveland pittsburgh san francisco los angeles and practically every city where it was shown 
it is significant also to note that when it was revived at the strand theatre in new york six months after its introduction at george m cohen's theatre it broke all previous strand records it also becomes a matter of record that broken blossoms established the highest price ever paid to see a motion picture entertainment throughout its engagement at george m cohen's theatre the public gladly paid three dollars a seat for the choice locations and during the earlier weeks several speculators charged as high as ten dollars for a single seat as with all great innovations broken blossoms provoked its full share of scoffers and croakers many said it would not last a week while others shook their heads in derision at the idea of the public accepting any picture devoid of the usual happy ending but the prophets and the wise acres long since have taken to cover and broken blossoms has gone down in theatrical history as one of the most pronounced successes ever achieved End of chapter twelve